Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs a one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Lou Carlson, the CEO of Discover Strengths, and founded in 2006, Discover Strength is a Minnesota-based strength training studio built on the principle that busy people don't have time to waste on exercise that doesn't work. I would talk to Luke about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Lou Carlson, the CEO of Discover Strength. Founded in 2006, Discover Strength is a Minnesota-based strength training studio built on the principle that busy people don't have time to waste on exercise that doesn't work. Hi, Luke. How are you? Welcome to the show. 
Marty, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Uh, thank you, Luke. This is my pleasure as well. We always like to ask our guest, Luke, where are you calling from today? I'm calling from our corporate office, which is just outside of Minneapolis and Minnesota. Okay, great. And hopefully it has it warmed up there a bit, Luke? <laughs> not, hey, not yet. Not yet. Not it's yet. It's got to warm up at some point, but it's about 40 <laughs> it degrees does, here right now. <laughs> That's great. This is, you know, it, it's interesting when I was studying your background, Luke. I mean, Discover Strength goes back, I mean, quite a long ways. I mean, it's 2006. Maybe, you know, you can kind of go back to the beginning or even before that and, you know, how you, you could tell us how the whole concept came about. Yeah, so I had a, 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 just a fascinating background, uh, a fortunate background in strength and conditioning. So I was a strength and conditioning coach. Um, for the Minnesota Vikings NFL wow. franchise, and I had a great mentor that I had learned from, and our approach to strength training was a little bit different than what, what most football, college football, professional mm-hmm. football, high school football was kind of used to, and that approach um, is the same approach that we use today at Discover Strength. So I was introduced to that in the late 90s, worked in the NFL in the late 90s, early 2000s, had a wonderful mentor, kind of an icon in the field of, of health clubs and, mm-hmm. and, and fitness, and pulled me aside and said, would you ever think about doing a business instead of staying in strength and conditioning? Because I was convinced right. I was going to be a head NFL strength coach for the rest of my mm-hmm. life, or I was going to get a PhD in exercise science and become a right. tenure-track professor. He pulled me aside and said, Sure. Think about a business, and I just didn't know any business owners of, of any kind. I had met one, and his name was wow. Joe Cirilli, and he was the owner, he still is the owner, of the most profitable health club in the world in Gainesville, mm-hmm. Florida. So I flew down to meet him. He went to lunch with me. He was very generous with his time. We mm-hmm. talked for two, three hours about his kind of rags to riches story. He said you should probably read a book about business, and at the time I think it was either uh, Jim Collins, Good to Great, or Built to Last. I went home and read those books, and yeah. within two years, we opened up our first location. So that was about 17 years ago we opened up our first location. That's great. It, so it sounds like, too, you know, I've seen in previous interviews with you, Luke, I, it sounds like so the Michael Gerber book also had an influence on you as well. I, I got to interview Michael three times, and, and he's incredible, isn't he? Yeah. He, he, you know, sometimes you, you get a book at the right juncture, in yeah. your life, and that was right. like the third book that I read was Michael Gerber, and I thought, yeah. you know, this is like 2003, 2004. Wow. People had definitely heard of Gerber. I mean, the yeah. book had already sold a bazillion copies, right. but he talked about you have to build the business with mm-hmm. systems and processes uh, that are so that are so tight that you could franchise right. the business if you wanted to, even if you don't want to franchise the business. And I thought, right. well. I have no interest in franchising the business, but right. this makes sense to me. In order to scale the business and have the business persist and perform beyond one founder, this is what you had to do. So we had systems and processes from, from day one. Now, that's 2004 that I'm reading that book. Right. It opened in 2006. In 2019, wow. I read, this is how most of my, you know, my ideas, which there are never my ideas, <laughs> they're just inspiration from right. other people's ideas. I, I'm on an airplane and I read a book about franchising your business, and I'm like two chapters into the book, and I think yeah. we're going to do this. Like we absolutely wow. have to do this. That was 2019. That's amazing. That's a, what, that's a great story, Luke. And so, 
when, when you're talking about Discover Strength, look, I mean, if you were at, like, let's say, you know, we were at a franchise show and, you know, someone came up to your booth and, you know, the typical question is always like, oh, so what do you guys do? I mean, how do you, how do you typically respond to, to, to the question? Busy people don't have time to waste right. on workouts that don't work. Right. Discover Strength helps people look and feel their best in yeah. a fraction of the time with just two workouts per week, That's 30 amazing. minutes, strength training with an expert exercise physiologist. So that mm-hmm. is the concept. Now, why, why is that important? Well, in mm-hmm. 2023, the marketplace in fitness is very, very niched. Right? When I right. started in 2006, there was big health clubs, and there mm-hmm. was some uh, lower-cost, uh, uh, high-value, low-cost health clubs, just a few of them, and, mm-hmm. and that was it. Well, today in 2023, we have spin concepts and yoga concepts and boot camp concepts and right. bar concepts and every conceivable type of exercise. And so you really have to understand what is your niche. Well, we got lucky in 2006 that the only thing I was ever interested in was strength training. And so we said, we're going to go all in on strength training. We're not going to talk about nutrition. We're not going to talk about cardio. We're not going to talk about all these other things. And by being more niched, that allowed us to grow so fast as just being known for one thing. And the marketing message that always resonated with me was the strength of a brand is inversely proportionate to the scope of the brand. So mm-hmm. the less you do, the stronger your brand becomes. And so we, in, in, in fitness, um, fitness people are interested in all of it, so we're so tempted right. to do all of it all. We got lucky early on that we just said, hey, we're not going to do all of it. We're just going to do strength training. Well, in 2023, that's really important for two reasons. One, fitness has niched down. And then number two, no one is really doing strength training. So it's a great great opportunity for us to be kind of not just first to market, but first to Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think so too. And, you know, what I got to, you know, in in studying the model, I mean, is is, – you really take, it seems like you take customer service to the extreme. You know, I was thinking of like, as I was reading about you and the model, I was thinking of like um, hotels like Ritz-Carlton, but, but customer service is, 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 it seems like it's at the top for you, isn't it? Yeah, that's our obsession. I mean, we, we've always said we want to be, we're on a journey becoming the best customer service company in the world. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's our vision. And we're inspired and we've studied and we learned from uh, the Ritz-Carlton from companies like Nordstrom, from companies like right. Chick-fil-A and Lexus. Right. Every one of those executives has spoken to our, you know, the people in our company. All of the books that have been written about those companies, we read them all and say, how can this inspire and inform us? Um, one individual that's, that's, that's informed us and inspired us just massively is Danny Meyer, the restaurant mm-hmm. here in, in New York City that has so many right. different restaurant concepts. He's also the creator of Shake Shack. So we've been influenced by some of these, these companies that are known for customer experience and, and hospitality. Do you use a lot of t- technology, or is technology a big part of, of, of the model, Luke? So if you ask my team, they'd say we have a great, we have a great tech stack, right? Mm-hmm. How, how we actually deliver a workout, the tablet-based software that we're using, the okay. app that allows our clients to schedule seamlessly, um, so we, we're using, you know, a, a, everything from internal learning management systems. I think we're pretty sophisticated, but it's not the essence of the brand. The essence right, of the brand right. is when a customer walks in the door, the exercise physiologist, the, the coach that they're working with, the magic happens between that exercise physiologist and the client. And what we always say is the brand is just one rep, one set, 
one client. I mean, that mm. is our obsession. So as much mm-hmm. as we think we've made the right investments in some right. technology, that's not the essence of the brand. The essence of the brand is interacting with an educated expert um, and, uh, and, and walking away feeling um, uh, uh, the way we want you to feel, a feeling that mm-hmm. we're trying to craft when that workout is done. And that's what we're really trying to scale is how could you feel cared for? How could you feel pushed? How right. could you feel challenged? Um, how could you feel safe in the workout while feeling incredibly challenged? Um, and uh, that's, that's what the brand is about. It's amazing how your industry, you know, continues to, to, to grow, Luke. I'm trying to think of, like, do you have, is there such a thing as a, a, a typical customer when we're talking about Discover Strengths? Yeah, I mean, we have an avatar, and, and you mm-hmm. know, so many of our customers look exactly like that avatar. So we think we're mm-hmm. trying to serve, you know, our terminology is Mary and Michael. And Mary and Michael are in their upper 40s to early mm-hmm. 50s. Mm-hmm. One's an attorney, one's a busy executive. I mean, we right. have it down to the clothing they wear and how they think and, and the car that they drive. But it's definitely a time-strapped professional person who has a very scheduled life sure. who understands intellectually, I need to be engaged in meaningful exercise. And I, mm-hmm. I want my exercise, that's probably the key, I want my exercise to be as smart as I am. I mean, every right. decision they're making in their life is an informed decision. Well, our exercise could be so much smarter. It could be guided by the preponderance of scientific research rather than just checking a box and saying, I'm getting sweaty in a room. Is mm-hmm. that workout actually guided by science? And, you know, that's right. one of the core values for, for literally 18 years is science-based that we want to use the scientific process to guide our decision-making. Well, that intelligent um, approach definitely mm-hmm. appeals to that target market, that Mary and Michael, upper 40s, early 50s sure. uh, clientele. Tough question for you, Luke, but what's been, you know, because you've been doing this such a long time now, but what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since launching Discover Strength, considering that, again, you probably have a thousand stories you and I could share together, but does anything stand out over, over that time that you kind of say to yourself, wow? Well, I would say I have three big things. One is mm-hmm. how the industry has shifted, right? In 2006, mm-hmm. when we go to a landlord and we say we're going to open up a studio, it's going to be 2,000 right. square feet, they, they were confused, right? They're, they're like, well, yeah. who are you? They had heard of, you know, Anytime Fitness and Snap Fitness were pretty darn right. new. And, of course, they had heard of the big box clubs mm-hmm. uh, across the country, but there really wasn't like studio fitness now boutique fitness is the category is the fastest growing category in fitness by right. far. And so, you know, I wow. serve on the board of directors for the International Health Club Association and, you know, we recognize that it's not just big health clubs anymore. It's all of these boutiques that are emerging and have emerged over the last five to eight years. So that's massive shift number one is that mm-hmm. the consumer is using an a la carte approach to fitness. They're going into mm-hmm. all different fitness studios, and they probably even have fitness equipment, the Peloton, something like that at home. So how the consumer consumes fitness has very much changed. I think mm-hmm. that's number one. Um, number two is, you know, selfishly as the entrepreneur, I went from working with all of our clients myself and then doing right. that, that client work through a team of exercise physiologists, and now it's, you know, multiple locations and, um, as of the last few years, it's franchise operators. And so how I'm delivering on the brand's promise has just changed mm-hmm. from me doing it to a team doing it to right. franchise partners doing it. And, and that process has been so fun. And it's just learning yeah. every, every, every step. And that might be a cliche, but it's, it's the journey that, that so many entrepreneurs go on and that I've really sure. enjoyed going on. 
Um, I think that's the, the second one. The third one is, again, we got lucky that we chose strength training 17 years ago. Mm. And I think the, the yeah. biggest trend in fitness, right now the number one trend in fitness worldwide is that strength training is important. And, and 20 years ago, we thought you strength trained for bigger muscles. And right. now we know in, in 2023 you strength trained to reverse aging and to improve cognitive mm-hmm. function and to improve memory and bone health and all of these, these benefits that we just right. talked about 20 right. years ago. And so it turns out that strength training is better for us than we realized, which has you know, been very beneficial to our business. What's important to you, Luke, when, when, when taking on a, a new franchisee, when you're meeting with a prospective franchisee? I mean, is there any type of traits or characteristics or, you know, what's, what's important to you before taking someone on as a franchisee? Yeah, great question. So it's, it's two big buckets. Number one, mm-hmm. we have to be aligned with our core values. So we spend mm-hmm. so much time early on talking about our values, and we say, don't adopt our values. You already have to, you have to believe in these things already. We're not going to train you right. on these things. We don't want you to, we don't want you to, like I said, adopt them. You, you have to, that to be a part of your DNA already. And our core values are learning, servant leadership, creating our own future in science space. So we have to mm-hmm. spend a lot of time making sure there's a value fit. And then the second thing is, and, and there's three components to this, is they have to be inspired. I really yeah. think the core elements of the brand are, and, and it's just three of them. It's the workout. So you really have to be into the workout. You have to be all in on our approach mm-hmm. to strength training. Number two is what we call Ritz-Carlton customer service. I mean, if you mm-hmm. don't want to build the best customer service company on earth, you shouldn't move forward with us because right. that is our obsession. And then number right. three is what we call leadership and management. I mean, you have to want to study leadership and management because when you buy a Discover Strength franchise, the tools, the systems, the processes that you're buying are all about the workout, mm-hmm. they're all about customer experience, and they're all about leadership and management. So if you're just into the workout and you don't right. really think leadership and management is a great way to influence right. someone's lives and, and, and grow your business, we're, we're not going to be a good fit because those are the – we call them the three obsessions, mm-hmm. the things that we're going to talk about on an ongoing basis. So, and, and how do we figure that out? You know, during the discovery process, we're having – so many conversations with a candidate, we start to find out whether or not, you know, do those things really get them excited? And, and it's, it's, uh, we find out pretty quickly, right? The, the right candidate right. is really drawn in, and the right candidate, you know, we mutually say, hey, this is probably not a great fit. Mm-hmm. You, you've been doing this such a long time now, Luke. Um, how would you describe, I mean, if you could paint a picture, if there is such a thing as, as a, a typical day for a Discover Strength franchisee? Yeah, well, we have franchisees that have totally different days because we have franchisees yeah. that are investors and don't work in the business, and they work mm-hmm. through a talented general manager. Okay. Um, and they, they're obviously having collaboration and a strong relationship with their general manager. And then we have franchisees that, you know, work in the business every day as the general manager. Right. And so that franchisee on that end might actually work with our clients, and they're, they're delivering introductory workouts and working with our clients day-to-day and managing their team of exercise physiologists. And like I said, the other end of the spectrum is an investor who will check in with their general manager and maybe we meet with their entire team on a quarterly basis and celebrate mm-hmm. some wins with that team and, and kind of everything in between. So those are the, the different ownership models and ownership approaches. That's great. And for, for the training, Luke, I mean, do they typically come out for the new franchises? Do they typically come out to headquarters? How, how does that work? 
Yeah, so we do we do ten day training at headquarters, mm-hmm. and we do it in two five day blocks. So they'll okay. they'll fly in or drive in for a five day block and and spend time with our education team, and then they'll leave for a matter of weeks. And in okay. that in the interim, they're working through some learning management systems so that they're right. uh, reminded of what they learned during the first five days, and yeah. that they're better prepped for the next five days. And they come back, and we make sure those last five days are. In, close proximity to their opening so everything is fresh and then when they open we have you know field consultant there with them on the opening uh, to make the opening as smooth as possible. When I have someone on a show like yourself Luke I mean again because you've been doing this such a long time now you know so you definitely considered an entrepreneur I mean from everything you've learned up to this point you know the majority of our listeners we call them aspiring franchipreneurs you know most of them are kind of new to franchising you know and, and they're starting to explore and they see like there's, there's so much out there and we find that a lot of people get a little overwhelmed in the beginning I mean from everything you've learned up to this point what advice would you give to our listeners then in their quest to buy a franchise yeah so I think you have to buy a franchise that's going to uh, align the the, the, the um, values of the, the brand Mm-hmm. have to align with your own values. Even the yeah. purpose, the core purpose of what that business is trying to accomplish has to align with your own purpose. Or you have to be inspired by that purpose because in running any business, there's going to be tough days. Purpose is what gets you through the tough days, right? right. All of the smaller goals you set and, and all mm-hmm. of the measurables and KPIs, they just contribute to a purpose that's larger than ourselves, and so you have to be inspired by that overall purpose. So I would say those are kind of the, the key starting points. And then um, I think you have to, to uh, have a belief and a trust and a connection with the people that are involved. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, when a franchisee you know, moves forward with Discover Strength, what they're choosing is they're choosing our, our home office team, right? They want to go to work right. with our home office team, and they have to believe in that team. And so I would say as an aspire, aspiring franchisee, you got to believe in the people. You know, the whole philosophy is first who, then what. Who you go to work with every day is more important than what you actually do. So you have to be very intentional about are these people that I really want to partner with and interact with right. on an ongoing basis because, because the, the who decisions are the decisions that have to take priority. Yeah, I think that's great advice, Luke. So, if you could look into a crystal ball, look at whether that crystal ball was one year or three years, five years down the road, I mean, where do you see Discover Strength? I was reading somewhere that, you know, I think you were like looking towards, you know, um, uh, Chicago area, which it seems to make sense, but how would you describe the future? Yeah, so we, we've now awarded franchises in, in Texas and Utah, mm-hmm. and uh, we have corporate-owned locations here in Minnesota, and we have corporate-owned locations going into Colorado. Okay. And um, and Chicago area and Washington D- uh, D.C. and Boston and mm-hmm. we uh, have a location open already now in Arizona. We have a number of franchise units that are about to open in Arizona. And so our big goal is by the end of 2025, which is not that far from now, just mm-hmm. a couple years from now, right. we want to be at 100 100 units. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's that's pretty realistic. We have a total of nine units open right now we have a heck of a lot in development and so to have a hundred open by the end of 2025 is very realistic and then at that point we'll get together as a team we'll decide okay what do the next 10 years look like right and whether right. they move from 100 to 250 or move from 100 right. to 2000 we'll have that right. conversation then but we want to be focused on this goal of 100 locations uh, by the end of 2025. 
That's terrific. What's the best way, Luke, for our listeners to get more information on Discover Strength? Of course, there's a franchise opportunity, but even the service itself. I mean, are there any websites you can kind of point them to? Of course, discoverstrength.com and then discoverstrengthfranchise.com. Um, the uh, consumer facing and then anyone that's interested in, in exploring the franchise opportunities. That's fantastic. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Luke, and I'd already like to invite you back over the next year or two, if it's okay with you, you know, to, to, to would see what your strength is at. Yeah, this was, this was a fantastic interview. So it was great to have you on the show, Luke, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up in our next segment, we're going to be playing a clip from our Great Quotes and Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes and Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. And today's podcast is being brought to you by Diamond Financial Services. And if you're looking for a loan to finance your franchise, simply click the Diamond Financial Services logo below. Today's podcast, you're going to get to hear from a legend in entrepreneurship and franchising, and that's Michael Gerber. And we've had Michael on the show two times up to this point, and the first time we had him on the show, we were just, Don and I were amazed at uh, uh, the amount of emails we received and listeners, and it was really uh, overwhelming and uh, uh, incredibly fun at the same time. One of the questions that we commonly ask on every show is, what advice would you give to aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? And naturally, Michael's response was brilliant. So here we go. Franchising and entrepreneurship? Yeah. Well, I think before that, Mike, I think a lot of people listening uh, might, might be a little surprised that your mom still tells you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's the problem. My mom has never told me what to do. She inspires me to do things that I never exactly. thought about doing. Absolutely. That's great. That's tremendous. Yeah. What what advice would you give to a prospective franchisee looking to buy a franchise, Michael? Well, um, first of all, understand what you want. Um, it has less to do with the franchise than it does with you. Uh, what What is it truly important to you to do? Um, this whole new emergence of the Dreaming Room, for example, um, really um, revolves around the idea that struck me that this is the age of the new entrepreneur and the new entrepreneur is very very much different than the one who uh, preceded him uh, the new entrepreneur is more interested in a business that has meaning um, not just money so the whole question for the new entrepreneur uh, or the uh, one who wants to buy a franchise is really so what's the meaning of this what's the impact of this on the world and begin to look at the world and, and really realize that the world is in dreadful shape, um, you wonder then how I, in a business of my own, could have a, some kind of impact that would add value to the world. So I'd begin to look at franchises from that perspective. What's the value of the franchise? Presuming that I'm going to be successful, um, what is the value? What do I deliver that has value to my customer? Um, what pride do I get uh, from what it is I'm doing? Um, what am I adding a benefit to the world as opposed to subtracting from the world, presuming, again, I'm going to be successful? So the first thing is what does this company mean? What is the true meaning of this? And what's the impact and import of it? Um, for me in my life, you know, I'm going to die one day, 
and um, I'm going to probably die inside my business. And what I'd like to ask myself is, will I be proud of the fact that I devoted the rest of my life to doing this? Would I want to say this to people I love? Would I want to say this to my kids? Um, What am I going to say to them when I describe what I've chosen to do with the years of my life that I'm going to do it in? Because, in fact, you're going to spend the rest of your life in this business or in something very much like it. The second thing I would ask, once I've decided that, yes, this is a worthy thing to do for me, a human being, um, how organized is this thing that I'm going to do? How organized is it? Does it have a truly kick-ass breakthrough system for doing what it needs to do, which is attract people to it as customers, which is um, convert those people into active customers and paying customers, and ability to convert those customers into clients, meaning they come back again and again and again and again. So I want to build or buy that capability or I'm going to then be um, need to build it for myself. Wow, it's a great. We've been asking that question now uh, since we started the show, Michael. We never got such a great response. Right. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, so really, uh, you know, don't jump into anything quickly. Do your due diligence, and that's a good point. I mean, this might be something you've been doing for a long time. Are you going to be proud of right. telling people this is Strong what you words. do? Proud, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Marty, you and I have talked about uh, people just. Uh, can't jump into something that sounds great. They gotta exactly do. do you know, yeah, but uh, and they, they have to go more deeply into their own motivation. Right, and that's the thing that's missing almost all the time. Um, essentially, the prospective franchisee, um, the guy, the woman who decides they want to buy a business opportunity, essentially they go out there, and the one who pitches the deal the best gets the deal. And I'm essentially saying it's got to turn around the other way. The one who's going out becomes more thoughtful about what I'm looking for as opposed to simply going out and looking for a good business to run. Right, absolutely. So, that's, so that right there might be a, uh, a strong characteristic of a Those are very deep words uh, from Michael. Um, is, is, is talking about the whole, you know, what is this franchise going to mean? Uh, you know, how do uh, I want to be remembered? So, uh, again, it's going very deep into that question, but, uh, uh, again, it's, it's one of the best responses I think we've had up to this point. And, uh, again, it is Michael Gerber. You know, he's sold millions of uh, copies. His latest book is uh, Awakening the Entrepreneur Within. And uh, we had uh, Michael on the show several months ago, and uh, we spoke about the book. And, again, he's uh, he's going to be in great quotes in franchising on several locations. It was hard to uh, decide which one we were going to use first, but uh, this was it. So, again, you're going to see Michael again in uh, a couple other editions of Great Quotes in Franchising. That day uh, that we did the show uh, following us, uh, it actually became a friend to the show, uh, Ken Six, uh, who hosts a uh, show called um, Arbor Talk with uh, Peter Felix. And uh, Ken was also a, uh, a big fan of Michael Gerber. Here was Ken's reaction uh, following the show. And uh, again, uh, we'll leave you with that. And uh, we'd love to hear your feedback um, on this edition of Great Quotes and Franchising. And we'll see you soon. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Here we go. And this is all 
I say more, Joe? We've got a jam-packed show. Joe, you got to get Marty back on the line. I think that was Michael Gerber on his show. That was Michael Gerber. I tell him to call in. <laughs> that guy is that is, he wrote the emails. Uh, yeah, he did. We need we need Marty to come in for about a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a very good idea. Let me work on that. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.